Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is episode 40. Wow, it's kind of hard to fathom that we're already up to 40 episodes. And I am so glad that you are a listener. And if you are a regular listener, we are so glad that you are listening to the podcast. Finding Clarity Podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week, we bring a question and we answer it right here on the podcast that you might have or that somebody else might have as well. And so today, we're going to do something a little bit different. Normally, I just have the question and I answer it right on the podcast, but we're going to actually interact with somebody who has a question today. And the reason why we're doing that is because I think the question that our guest has today is so important. I think it's actually a question that everybody wrestles with. And so we're, going to, we're glad to have Tammy from our church come and bring her question today. So Tammy, we're glad you're here. Why don't you share what your question is, and then we'll go from there, okay? Okay, Thanks for having me, George. Uh, My question today is, how does a Christian trust in God's will, yet live with the pain of knowing a loved one may not survive an illness? And what about the guilt of feeling like you're not trusting God? Okay, so so let me me gather what your question is here. So can I rephrase the question or see if I'm on the right track? You're asking... How can I trust God when I'm watching a loved one's health deteriorate? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Okay. Because you're trusting God to do something in this loved one's life. And hopefully it's positive. Yeah. Yes. And it, but maybe it's not going to happen. It might be God's will that he doesn't, doesn't heal that person. And so that causes a conflict in your mind and in your faith. How can I trust God then? Of course. All right, so I guess as we look at that question, I guess the key thing is to, I guess the key thing would be to address the issue of what we believe about God. Okay. And, and what I mean by that is, is that we all believe that God can heal, but the problem sometimes is, is that we, we think he should heal every time. Right. Did you understand what I'm right. saying? And the struggle that we have is, is that, we kind of don't understand when he does it. Am I correct in saying yes, that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So the difficulty that I would say is the difficulty with this question, it's a question that everybody wrestles with, is how, how, do I, how can I have faith if I have this belief? Well, I guess we need to start, first of all, with what I said, and that's our concept of God. The reality is, is God is powerful. He can do all things. He can heal your loved one. Right. But that may not be his will. Right. And so we wrestle with it and say, come on, God. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trusting in you. I don't ask much. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And why, why aren't you, why aren't you, why aren't you answering this? Because you can. And I think the difficulty is is that 
if we believe that God should be good to us all the time in answering us all the time, we're going to struggle. Sure. And, but, you know, like, for instance, if you take Job, I was just reading this today in Job. Job says, though he slay me, I will trust him. So even mm -hmm. if God does something that we think is wrong, we're going, we're going to trust him. And the only passage that I came to, Tammy, was in the thought of this was Psalm 37. So can I, can I read it to Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Okay. Verse 3, David writes, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth your righteousness as a light, your justice as a noonday. Rest in him, wait patiently for him. Don't fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger, forsake wrath, do not fret, it only causes harm. Now you say, well, wait a minute, George, you just read something in there about God giving us the desires of our heart. Right. The desire of my heart is for my loved one to be exactly. healed. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. So what are you saying here? Well, I think the passage is, is that somehow we've got to move in our faith Sort of like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm -hmm. You remember that story? Mm -hmm. You probably have taught that story with the little mm -hmm. ones. Where they're been told to bow down to the golden image, and Nebuchadnezzar says, bow down, otherwise we're going to throw you into the furnace. And their response is, O king, you know, our God is able to deliver us. Right. But if not, we're still going to trust. And I think that's the attitude that we see in the scripture is, is that God... God is able to heal your loved one and everyone's loved one. God mm -hmm. is able to do whatever. But if he doesn't, he's still God. Exactly. And so we have to trust in him. So like, so this psalm, I, one of the things, the reasons why I picked out this psalm is because verse 8 says, cease from anger, forsake wrath. Okay. Because you can get angry. Mm -hmm. And that's a natural feeling. You can get mad, like, God, why didn't you do that? Why is he yeah. going through this? Why, why are they suffering? Why, why, mm -hmm. why the problem? Why can't we deal with this? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. So does that raise any other kind of question in your mind or thought as you're listening? Well, what I'm going back to, George, is you've said numerous times, well, people say, you know, why do bad things happen? And you said, because we live in an imperfect world. Yes. Things happen. Um, that doesn't mean God isn't God. Yep, that's However, correct. You know, things are going to happen. Yeah, and that's exactly right. It's you know, it's not like God's created the problem. Sure. It's not mm -hmm. like God created the sickness. Sickness mm -hmm. and the problems that we face are because of the world we live in. And He doesn't give us a promise to quote that He'll take it all away. Right. But he just wants us to trust him. You know, do you know, do you remember the song that we sang? We we haven't sung it in a while in our church. Is even when the healing doesn't come. Yes. You are God. I think of that. I mean, I think of that song all the time. Yeah, Absolutely. Even when the healing doesn't come, and life falls apart, you are God forever faithful. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so you're gonna you're gonna trust in him, no matter what. And I think that's the hardest thing. And I really, to be honest with you. That I guess that's really what 
separates somebody as far as their faith from somebody who doesn't really have faith. Right. Because... Sometimes you have to dig deep. Yeah, sometimes you're going to have to trust them whether you understand or not. Right. So sometimes you have to trust them whether you're going to understand or not. Now, you had a second part of your question. What was that? There's, like, what about... I don't know, there's there's a guilt there that I don't know if I can do this, God. Like I, I trust you, but what if you don't heal him? Okay. What do you mean by that? You mean like a guilt like you don't have enough faith? Yeah, like am I doing this right? Am I saying the prayers right? Am I asking often enough? Am I trusting you strongly enough? You know, okay. I'm I'm going over these things in my head and so is my loved ones that don't have you know, I mean it's hard to trust. Yeah, it is. It is, especially because you seem like you're waiting for good news and it's just one bad yes. news after another. Mm-hmm. And so then you begin to question, am I doing the right thing? Absolutely. Do I have enough faith yeah. to do this? Okay. Well, I, I think, first of all, you got to ask yourself, why do you have that concept? And I think that's because of the culture we live in. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the culture we live in is actually influenced, especially the Christian culture, mm-hmm. we're, we're influenced by that if you're walking with God in the right way, then he's going to do the right things. And if he's not doing the right things, there's obviously something wrong yeah. with you. And that's, that's, there's a health and wealth prosperity viewpoint that if, you must not have had enough faith, otherwise God would have acted. Yeah. And, and I would say to you that that's a false guilt. Okay. Okay? That when you're struggling... Because here's the thing, I don't know of anywhere in the scripture where it tells you how to pray for a sick loved one. It just tells you to pray, mm-hmm. okay? It just tells you to to lift that up before the Lord, lift that loved one up before the Lord. And, okay. and you know, you're placing him in his hand. God knows your heart. You know, we have to be careful because the guilt thing is, is you know, am I doing the right things? You can't manipulate God into a And that's true, and I an know answer. that, yeah. Okay, so what's your question beyond that? So what would your question be then? You know that. I think I just, yeah, I just need to, I need to have that confirmed, I guess, of what you're saying. Because sometimes I feel like, okay, he's going through this and and you're right. It's, he's all powerful. I know that I can trust in him and I know that it's nothing that I can do. I don't know how else to say it, George. I mean, okay. Well, even when I don't know the words to say, Jesus intercedes for us, right? I mean, yes, he, the Spirit. I mean, yes, he, yeah. He groans with words that we don't right, understand. Right, right. Yes, so that's that's encouraging because sometimes you just don't know what to say. All right. So let me. Okay. Both your questions are really relaying a struggle you're having, watching your loved one. Suffer with cancer. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you feel helpless. Yes. And you want to be able to do more. Right. And you know the one who can do more. Right. And you're afraid that the responsibility is on you. Sometimes I feel, yeah, yeah. Because of the prayer thing. And so right. does his wife. I mean, you know. Yeah. So how are you praying? What are you praying for? So let me ask. What are you praying? I'm I'm praying that that God's will be done. I mean, that's I just feel like that's 
what I need to pray for and also that he'll give us strength to get through this. So God's will will be done concerning his answer. Yes. Are you praying about his spiritual life, where he's at in his walk with the Lord? Oh, absolutely. Okay. But probably more so that, you know, his, that we'll be able to, like, we'll all be able to, to get through this with God's strength. Maybe I should be praying more for that. Well, I, what, I was, what I was thinking is not so much that you should pray more for one thing or another, but maybe pray for both. Okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. God has allowed this to happen. Sure. You know, in your life, you're a believer. You know, you know what Absolutely. I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and your sister is a believer. Right. And so my thing would be is, is yes, you want to see a healing. You want to see God raise him up, but you also... God may be using this for another purpose, so you need to pray for that right. other purpose. Yes, you know okay. Saying? And that purpose may be in his life, but it may also be in your life. Mm-hmm. You know well, that's saying? true. I didn't think about that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it may, may God may be taking you through these things to teach you some th- more things about him mm-hmm. for trusting in him because down the road, the reality is, and I know you've heard me say this before, you're going to face something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And... Our faith grows through every experience that we have with God. And through your growth in this situation and the things that you're wrestling with, okay. with him, he's going to prepare you for the next step or whatever may come. Right. Do, do you understand? Yeah, and that would I do. be true even in your, in your sister's life. Right. So, so I, I guess what I would pray is say, okay, Lord, you obviously have a reason. Help me to see it. Help me to understand okay. it. And there's nothing wrong with asking. I, I think when we look at the scripture, you, you look at, okay, like I was just telling some folks about this the other day, uh, John chapter 11, uh, you know, the death of Lazarus, and you see Mary and Martha coming and interacting with Jesus. Yeah. And, you know, and it's very clear, both of them say, Lord, if you had been here, this wouldn't have happened. Right, right. And the reality is, yeah. If Jesus has been able to work, if he had been there, you know, Lazarus wouldn't have died. But, but so a couple things I see there. Number one is it's okay to ask questions. So God, why, why is he going through this? Okay. You know, or why am I dealing with the silence as I'm praying for him? Because that can drive you Exactly, nuts. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then the second thing is, is Jesus always points her to hope. Mm-hmm. I am the resurrection and the life. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say pray in, pray in both, in all ways. Do, okay. do, you, do you understand yeah, what I I'm do. saying? Sometimes we get narrowly focused on one thing and forget that God may be using it in other areas of yeah. our life. And so you need to pray for him, pray for her, pray for yourself. Sure. Okay. Is that, is, is it, that does, it does help because it, it makes it more... It makes some is you're praying to a God who is a friend and who understands instead of this untouchable being. Yes, yes that's right. That's that's like far away. He's not far away. Yeah, he he knows exactly how yeah. you're feeling. He knows exactly your emotions. Yeah. You know, like you were saying earlier. Am I even praying the right way? Yeah. God knows your heart. Yeah. Did you know what I'm saying? He yeah. knows when you're praying. He knows. He knows what the desires of your heart are. Right. And sometimes you d- I do get angry. Sometimes I'm like, 
I don't feel like talking to you right now, God, because I'm angry that this is going on. Yep. Yep. So, you know, I, I know people struggle with this, and it's just a normal feeling, I guess, but. You know, it's interesting, Tammy, because I, I just recently uh, went through a period with myself where talk about being angry about what was happening. Job. Okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Job and, you know, his, and he had, fr- uh, in his situation, he had three friends who I wouldn't even call them friends for what no. they were doing. <laughs> who came along and basically said, well, this is all happening because you did something. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, and, and Job, what he was doing is expressing himself. And he was expressing his pain, but the fourth friend came along, and I thought it's interesting. The fourth friend pointed out, "Job, you got God all wrong," mm-hmm. and that's where we've got to be careful. Yeah. That in the midst of our pain, in the midst of wanting Him to do something, that we don't fall into the trap of getting God wrong. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Someone would say, "Well, you know, maybe the fourth friend was wrong." No, I think it's interesting. God says the first three were wrong. He never says the fourth friend was wrong. Mm. And and I think that's because the fourth friend was saying that Job got God wrong. And I think when we struggle with the anger and the pain, somehow we've latched onto something where we maybe have some wrong thinking about God and we're True. getting him wrong. And you're right, yeah. Yeah. So so we gotta be careful mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. So Yeah. So any other, any other thoughts or questions there? I just pray that that my my sister has you know the strength as well. I mean the chemo is taking its toll. Yes. Um. And I love them both so much, you know. So, um, I I'm really encouraged that God's gonna do a miracle. But if He doesn't, I'm I'm praying for strength. So, well, you, do you mind if, if, you know, as we close our podcast here, that I pray for you no, and your sister do. and your brother? Absolutely. Okay? And I'm sure whoever's listening, they can pray along with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Okay? I appreciate right, that. Let's pray. Father, we do thank you for your love. And we thank you that you are in control. And you know that we're human. that we struggle especially when we see someone that we love going through such a difficult time and we wonder what's going to happen and we want you to so intervene and Lord I I just pray for Tammy I pray for her sister and her her brother-in-law and in this situation with the struggle with cancer I pray that You would give them peace to let them know that you are in control and you're very much aware. That they need to trust you. No matter what happens, they need to trust you. You make no promises, Lord. You make no promises of taking away our problem. We understand that. But help us as we struggle, as we wrestle. Like, where are you? Why why is this happening? Why aren't you answering? Help us to deal with the false guilt. Help, Help us to trust you cease from anger as your word says so I pray for Tammy I pray for her sister and I pray for her brother I do pray for healing 
God, I pray that you would be glorified through this. And I thank you for Tammy just having the strength to come and talk about this question. And Lord, we do love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, the Finding Clarity podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. We're located in Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania, 700 State Street, and our morning worship service is at 1045. We're a come-as-you-are church, so you can, doesn't matter how you dress, if you're interested in learning about Jesus, we would encourage you to come to our service. Now you say, hey, George, I've got a question. I don't know if I want to do like Tammy did and answer it online, but I do have a question uh, that I want to ask, and how do I get that to you? Well, if you attend our church here, uh, you can just throw that in the offering plate or come and ask me a question. There are a couple of other ways that you can ask questions on the podcast. You can go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Podcast, and if you like the page... It'll keep you up to date with what's happening with the podcast. You can also message us through that page or write on our wall. Say, hey, George, I got a question. Can you answer this? You can also contact us through our website, kerbinsvillechristian.org. Just go to the contact page. You'll see how you can get in contact with us and just say, hey, I got a question. Next week, we're going to wrestle with another question about the Christian life. This is another question that was presented to me. And the question has to do with does Satan use God's word against us? Does Satan use God's word against us? So we're going to wrestle with that question next week. Until that time, take care.